Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. you want but you can't say around here cause to catch you and give you a weapon well i believe i was right when i said you were wrong you didn't like the sound
Good evening, everyone. It is Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. Once again, we come to you from the WCWSHQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, as we get set to bring you episode number 1069 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, Ladies and gentlemen, is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subjects of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which, of course, will be, uh, of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. Will be, of course, our friends at who, of course, King Ice is, uh, King and W.O. Gerardi Smith. Man, Jared, and of course, <clears throat> will be of course our friends at 411mania.com. Already on here and getting everything prepped for the first volley of our wrestling uh, and pop culture history and birthday reports here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> will be of course our friend, uh, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> he is of course a two time WCWS Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, part of the team of WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. He's also, of course, co-founder of, the, of GSWI, the Grossest Stuffless Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. And he is also a holder of multiple championships <clears throat> in both WCWS and GSWI. Hailing from Front Royal, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, the one true hu- human suplex machine. I give to you, of course, the one and the only from, of course, Mr. John Gross. John, of course, we welcome you to episode number 1069, of course, here of Revolution. Thank you for being here with us. Of course, we hope to have more folks on here, of course, ladies and gentlemen. In the meantime, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to, uh, that we have to, that we, uh, on everything that we talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. Phone of course, here at 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers, and press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, this evening, which, of course, will include, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will definitely, of course, talk about our thoughts and opinions about uh, last night's edition of NXT. We will also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, talk about anything that has taken place, of course, on AEW Dynamite tonight, of course, the fallout from Full Gear. We will finish, of course, our discussion about this past Saturday's Full Gear pay-per-view. Also, of course, uh, an update, of course, on uh, on our, on of course, the six poll matches that we have up here, of course, here currently <clears throat> in the, uh, of course, Pay-Per-View Prediction Center second phase uh, Facebook page. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll do some more about here about different matches and moments from of course survivor series from of course the past <clears throat> and ladies and gentlemen of course here before we get things of course here underway 
I do I do have to step for just one second before we get started with our wrestling news and views here segment. So it might be quiet for just a few moments here. Uh, I will be back here, of course, momentarily to get things underway. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Sorry, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back on here now. Uh, but, of course, like I said, when you got to go, you got to go. So I apologize about that. It is now 9.07 p.m. Of course, like we said, Wednesday, November 17, 2021. Let's now go ahead and proceed directly to our friends at 411mania.com to bring you, of course, some of the, <clears throat> some of the, of course, like I said, your, uh, some of your top wrestling stories here, of course, I think. And as always, the WCWS Radio Network here by thanks our friends 
at 411mania.com for, for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Revolution, also on NWO Wolfpack, <clears throat> also Raw Radio, uh, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WCWUS This Morning, as well as, of course, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, on Sports Machine. And hopefully, of course, in the future, we're on, on a lot of our programs once we get them all back up and going here again. Our first story, of course, here of the evening. Let's go ahead and bring that here to you. Uh, this is, of course, an AEW-related story. Uh, Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story. Um, as Kenny Omega is saying that he's taking time off from AEW to fix things. Kenny Omega addresses AEW full gear loss on this week's Dynamite, saying that he's stepping away in order to fix some things. The Elite opened tonight's show with a segment which Omega congratulated Hangman Page on beating him for the world title and said that some things need and he would be stepping away to do that. Omega then told the Elite to hold down the fort while he's gone, and when Adam Cole said that he had a cover, has it covered, Omega said he was talking about the he was talking about the Young Bucks. Cole responded by saying, "Of course." Omega reportedly taking time some injuries he's been dealing with for a couple of years. The segment right here, of course, courtesy of AEW's Twitter account, he posted, of course, they posted today, they said, former hashtag AEW world champion at Kenny Omega Man X has some things to fix after his loss to at the Adam Page, and he can't do it here. Watch hashtag AEW Dynamite Live nationwide on at TNT Drama now. So, so ladies and gentlemen, we'll see what happens, of course, here. Uh, with Kenny Omega stepping away, of course, after like I said, suffering, of course, obviously the big, uh, the big, um, the big loss here, of course, here to uh, <clears throat> uh, to Adam Page, of course, his passing. Three stories this now came in here to you. Jeremy Thomas posted this story just a little just now as WWE is reportedly targeting late next year move to their brand new headquarters. And give us one second here, folks. We're trying to get that. Uh, okay, here we go. Okay. WWE will, will, will report to the, excuse me, let me start that over. WWE will reportedly into new headquarters too, according to the Stanford Advocate, the company is targeting that window for a move into its new offices in downtown Stanford, Connecticut. The new headquarters was originally announced in March of 2019, with the with with the move that was delayed, of course, due to the pandemic. The move is being done to facilitate a move into a larger building that has more technology up to date compared to the old office, which, of course, is known as Titan Towers. We don't so we even heard about what the fate is going to be of the of the uh, current building, but of course, when we hear more about that, we'll of course let you know. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story here uh, <clears throat> just now, as Booker T praises Jay Lethal, says there's nobody better than him. Booker T excited to see what Jay Lethal does in AEW. Praising the uh, Ring of Honor alum and saying there is no one better. 
Booker discussing Cliff W. Moore, of course, on his Hall of Fame podcast. There's some highlights right here of this of, of this uh, discussion, courtesy of Wrestling Inc. On Lethal signing with AEW, Booker T says, Jay Lethal, he's a soldier, bro. I got a chance to work with Jay Lethal in TNA. He's always been a, he's always been a guy that I must say loves this business more than anybody I've ever seen. Jay Lethal loves this business. He loved working for that company, but when the door is closed, they sent him a letter, letter saying his contract is. He it's like any athlete, man. You got to look for work and you got to do it quick because those notes that come in the mailbox they're called bills. They keep coming whether you're working for somebody or not. Jay Lethal was saying AEW opened the doors. And he stepped right in there, and I'm glad for him, and I'm glad to see Jay Lethal takes that next step past Ring of Honor. I've always thought Jay Lethal should be somewhere working primetime. They're getting the loyalty that he has given to this business, so give that man a break. On Lethal's talent, Spoker T says, it's a great more than anything. At the end of the day, he, he, he got a shot, and hopefully he gets to show the world how good he really is. I'll tell you right now, there ain't nobody better than Jay Lethal. The guy can go out and work with anybody in the world. That right there is the mark of a true worker. I just said that ain't nobody better than Jay Lethal. Doesn't mean that Jay Lethal is better than everybody out there. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that what I'm saying is this is a guy that knows exactly what what that square circle, and he can work with the best of them. When the guy walks away, they're going to say he was pretty good. That's the mark of a great worker. So. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> uh, if you have access to, of course, uh, Apple Podcasts, you can check out, of course, um, the hall. The, you can check out, of course, Booker T's Hall of Fame podcast, of course, on there. Listen to what they have to say, of course, right here, especially with Booker T's thoughts, of course, on as we just now mentioned about, of course, Jay Lethal, and of course, as you know, Jay Lethal did, of course, pop up at Full Gear on Saturday. And he is obviously going to be, of course, already they said that he's already challenged uh, Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship. So it'll be a really good match indeed. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here just now. As Bobby Lashley says that Brock Lesnar's team doesn't want to match him and then talks MVP's influence on his career. Bobby Lashley is ready and willing to go, to go for a match with Brock Lesnar, but he says Lesnar's people don't feel the same. Lashley spoke with Josh Martinez for a new interview. You can check out some highlights right here, of course, per uh, Wrestling Inc. Let's see here. Uh, sorry about that, folks. We're just double checking here something here to make sure. Okay, we're all good and we're all good and ready to go. Okay. Uh, on why his match with Brock Lesnar hasn't happened yet, Lashley says, because the people around him don't want to make it happen. I'm always prepared. I'm in my final run. I have a few years left, but I'm open for anything. I train. I'm always in shape. I'm always ready to go. So it's never something where you have to call me up and you have to wait months and weeks. I'm ready to go right now. On MVP's influence on his career, Lashley says, I came up with something before that I actually wanted to do myself. After talking with MVP and him coming back, I was like, man, you know what? This might be something better for you. I still have a lot more in the tank, so let's start running together. MVP is one of those guys where one of my favorite quotes, sometimes you have to believe in someone else's belief in you. I think that is the biggest thing that MVP brought to the table with the Hurt Business. because not only myself, but Shelton and Cedric. He really brought out their full potential. 
You got those guys the tag titles, and you got me a world title. It's cool. That's what we, we are able to do. On his future with MVP, Lashley says, I think those times are going to keep rolling. I think we have so much more to go. I think we have another title run and another main event and a lot of things to go. So MVP is, of course, my dude. So, <clears throat> so like I said here, folks, uh, there might be, I think there's a video or something, I think, of this interview. I'm not really sure, uh, but we'll double check. If there is, of course, a, a YouTube video of this, we will, of course, post it on the, uh, it would be, of course, on the, That, that they were going to budge and so i said you can keep all that money and give me stock i'll just take stock in the company and bet on myself because i was just dumb and i guess my manager's advice that's what i did and i signed the contract and the deal was for me to travel to every single monday night raw and every single you know shot on tuesday but Aaron on thursday was the day of smackdown back then we would shoot raw on smackdown and i would be at all those tapings and be in the office every single week on his first day with the company, Freddie says, so I get there, I'm super excited, and I meet my superior, Michael P.S. Hayes. And yes, the P.S. stands for pure sexy. So Michael, who has seen it all, now has a deal with this Hollywood guy coming into his writer's room, and he's supposed to do some business, right? Am I supposed to write better scripts? And, and I'm supposed to write better scripts, and nobody has been told anything about the other person. So I get in there, I have my meeting with him, and he's awesome. He could have been more cooler to me. He had just been in trouble with the company, is what I was told. So he was kind of humbled a little bit, and maybe that's why he was nice. But my, but Michael and I, by the time I left, we were really, really tight. So he kind of breaks it down for, for me and says, here's what you're going to have to do. Here's what you have on, on the TV roster that are going to be working. You have to give me four weeks of stories for all of them. 
and most and most of the time they're not going to go through because there's not going to be enough time in the show that's your job no matter what i say cool if that's my job that's my job while i'm having the meeting with him they knock on they knock on his door and say vince wants to see freddie in his office michael's like you need to go so i get up and go say what the hell is this on meeting vince mcmahon freddie says so i go to vince there's another dude sitting around sitting there named brian and i said on the other side and vince shows me the monday night raw script and he says brian this is freddie freddie this is brian they miss nice to meet you brian says hey miss nice to meet you and Brian's looking warily at me, all right, and he, he's like all side-eye. He's like, "What? who is this guy? And I'm sitting there like, what am I doing here? Who am I? So then he shows me the script and goes, Brian, Freddie's here to help out with all the scripts and dialogue, and I'm going to have to send you back to the on board on this one. He, haven't, he hadn't read it yet, okay? Brian visibly and audibly snaps, snaps a, a number two pencil in half upon hearing this. He snapped a lot of pencils and he goes, okay. And his big side, he grabs the script and Vince looks at me. He kind of kind of smiles. And I'm really like, this is a test. Like he's going to pit me against these guys and see if I can freaking take it. This is who this guy is, right? So I'm like, all right. And I don't mind the challenge. I'm trying to apologize to Brian afterwards. Freddie says, I, I catch up to him and I say, hey, man, that's just a terrible way just just have to mean I'm so sorry. I'm not here to rewrite your stuff. And he goes, this is because of you, man. Just straight up, all the cards on the table right away. And I was like, oh, no, this guy hates me. Now we did. But by the time I left, Brian and I were really tight, too. I'm just sitting there. I'm so I'm sitting there just like, wow, they literally threw me in the fire on day one. So then I go back into the wrinkle haze, goes, how was your meeting? And he's got this huge grin because he knows, like, this is – a routine for Vince because I was the first Hollywood writer that they had there. They brought in writers from USA TV shows all the time. We're going to get we're going to get <coughs> into the those in some future episodes. But now I go, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. So then he goes, I'm oh, sorry, ready to work on some storylines that are going to get cut every week or not. It was like I sat there, I sat down, opened my computer, and I started writing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can of course check out it once again if you have have access to Apple Podcast. You can check out, of course, this podcast started by Freddie Prince Jr. called Wrestling with Freddie on there right now. If you wish to, of course, uh, if you wish to, of course, check that out. We're just now coming in here, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here today as Rick Flair responds to Becky Lynch's comments, says that he's disappointed. Rick Flair heard Becky Lynch's comments about him from earlier today and says he's disappointed in them. As previously noted, Lynch said on the MMA hour with Ariel Helwani that she saw Flair taking shots at her after her raw promo referencing his daughter Charlotte and nearly responded but decided not to not to, to be because I think it's really sad. She referenced to the fact that Flair has dug himself into a big of a hole with other things, which appears to be a reference to the sexual misconduct allegations made against him on Dark Side of the Ring and said that he was using her to get some clout. Flair posted to Twitter saying he's disappointed and referenced his selling WWE the trademark to the man for Becky Lynch's use, writing, So disappointed. I expect for you at Becky Lynch WWE. 
It made you millions and made me nothing. After 40 years of being the man, the company doesn't own it, and neither do you. I'll always be the man. Ask your husband. So Rick Flair said that on his Twitter account today. So I'm sure there'll be some flat. There'll be some uh, some uh, backlash, of course, here to that. Here, this is Twitter war. Obviously, continues between Rick Flair and Becky Lynch. Our next story right here, folks. <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Austin Theory talks about John Cena's influence on his career and also potential dream matches. Austin Theory has had his career, his potential dream matches, and more on this week's edition, of course, of The Bump. You can check out some highlights right here per Wrestling Inc., and I'm going to read some to you. On competing better like Raymond Hardy theory says I look around and I'm like I guess I, that's the guy I have to take out of course the energy is up and I'm and exciting it's like wow I get to show Jeff Hardy how good I am I get to show Ray Mysterio that I'm the future and that's what I do on meeting John Cena backstage th- theory says Cena is the one that got me into all of this he's always motivated me to push through John Cena was always that motivation yet not being signed to the WWE WWE and having a star just photo that was insane to me on who he would like to face theory says i know i definitely want to step in the ring with roman reigns one day i wouldn't say right now because i'm busy right now what would really be good is get a selfie with roman obviously laid out flat i say john cena is the ultimate goal <clears throat> so you can check out of course some, some talk about this on the twitter account for the show wwe's the bump so see our our next story here comes from jeremy thomas as Big E talks about a potential match with goldberg and wanting to bring back his five count pins Big E waiting on the possibility of a match with goldberg whether he'd like to see his five count nxt return and more right here in the new interview the WWE champion spoke by pro wrestling for a new interview and here are some highlights of course per wrestling inc on on, on if he'd like to bring his five cap pinfalls back as wwe champion biggie says i mean if it's up to me yeah i don't make decisions around here i do miss the five count it was near dear to my heart it was also the first thing that i did in wrestling that i felt was special and unique shout out to king kong bundy the legend who i stole that from yes it was a lot of fun in nxt and i and I miss your count. Come back to me, please. On if the new day will ever break up and feud, Big E says, No, no, no. We've talked about this before, and I think we'd be giggling, we'd be giggling the whole time. Imagine me putting a headlock on Kofi. I would just be laughing like Kofi, I got you in the headlock. Ain't it funny? There's there's so many other things that we can do as a collective together against other people. No one really wants to see that. On a possible match with Goldberg, Big E says. I cut that essential promo on our podcast. The likelihood of me was 2.5% tops. But now that I hold that I hold this dearly beloved WWE championship, it's all possible. I would like to see that happen. It would be incredible. Imagine Goldberg's last match against me. I met this man as at an in-store signing in Tampa when I was a kid in the late 90s. That's just wildly full circle. Uh, 25 years or so later that I can possibly put him down. 
I think Illinois, I mentioned, put him down like old yeller. And I don't know. He took too kindly of that comment. That's relaxing the putting down. Just a nice match. No one will be put down, and everyone will live after. Uh, we'll put this interview, of course, that they did, um, courtesy, of course, like I said, of the RN Pro Wrestling Podcast. We will post this in the interview corner page on Facebook if you wish to go back and take a look, of course, at this as well. I mean, it would be interesting to see Biggie and Goldberg go at it, in my personal opinion. Some, some, of course, some here might say no, but uh, personally, I feel that it might be. But that's just my personal opinion. 411 Mania is also, um, is also, of course, providing live coverage of tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. So be sure to, of course, like I said, check out what the guys at 411 Mania are saying here about the episode, of course, of Dynamite, of course, which is the aftermath, of course, of Full Gear, as we, of course, see, of course, a lot celebration going on considering the course of around adam page with the aew world heavyweight title so be sure to check out what they have to say of course you can come on 411mania.com and check that out jeremy thomas posted this story today as becky lynch explains the confrontation with charlotte and why she took issue with flair's action Becky Lynch opened up a bit on her confrontation with Charlotte after their now infamous title exchange segment on SmackDown and why she took issue with Flair's actions. As you most likely recall, Lynch and Flair had an altercation backstage after the main event segment segment on the October 22nd episode of SmackDown over Flair dropping the Raw Women's Championship. Lynch discussed this afternoon, confirming some of the reports and explained she lost it on Flair because it's an issue of trust to her. Lynch acknowledged in the discussion that Flair is difficult to work with, and when asked if she was dreading working with Flair and hoped it was done after Survivor Series, said simply, yes. When asked how difficult it's going to be to get on the same page with Flair for the match on Sunday, she said, well, we'll see. Here are some highlights, of course, of that discussion. On what went wrong, one one went down, excuse me, during the segment, Lynch says, well, we can, there was, there was a plan that was supposed to go one way and it went one way and everyone would have had a moment. It would have been great. And I in the back said, this isn't going to happen. She's going to do something else. And she did exactly what I said she was going to do. And so because some, sometimes things can happen out there, you know, people can get carried away in a moment and you don't really, you, you don't have time to process what happens. But when I knew there was going to be, be purposely, she was going to purposely disrespect me. I prospector, so I was a, so I was able to hold it together until I got backstage. I did what I did what I was supposed to do, and then when I got backstage, I lost it a little bit. On the backstage confrontation, Lynch said, "I lost it. I just lost it. I said some things. I had to go out and do the dark match right after, so I verbally lost it. As I had a match to go on and and do, so I didn't have time to be scrapping in the back. I verbally lose it to her." On over the altercation, Lynch says, I mean, there are people were talked to, but at the end of the day, I was right. On what bothered her about Flair's actions, Lynch says, the way it was all handled, and so I would, I would have to give you the whole story, and I know, but look, it was supposed to go a certain way, and when I when I saw it happening, I was like, ah, I knew it, I knew it, and I told people beforehand that this was going to happen. She was going to make it really hard to do this angle, 
and then it happened so I just lost it I lost it because I was able to process it before I knew that this was going to happen I knew that I wasn't going to be able to of course do my thing and there there was just no need for it there was no need for it because at the end of the day it wasn't about me it wasn't about me it was about Sasha Banks and her getting into something and so I was like what is it this is just stupid this is just ridiculous like we need to go out there and be able to trust each other <coughs> because that's what this is you need to be able to trust a person is going to do what they said they're going to do because otherwise we'll be doing we'll be doing this mma but we're not doing this it's professional wrestling it's a beautiful art it's a beautiful art that i love and i love it more than anything i love it for what it is it's telling stories through violence essentially and when somebody goes out and you can't trust them to do what we agreed on doing then what what then what are we doing our bodies are, are in people's hands what we do is extremely dangerous is extremely dangerous and we're and we're trusting somebody with our lives and this okay obviously this segment wasn't trusting somebody with our lives but but it's the meaning behind it and so it, it's happened with other things and i just need to be able to trust somebody and when it happens to other people maybe they can't say something but i can say something so i'm not scared on rick flair's tweet taking shots at lynch becky says look i saw that tweet when you're re re referring to one i'm kind of referring to i looked at it, i wrote out of really being being quite biting and i deleted it and i let it go because i think it's really sad because this is a legend at one point who's now this legend 16 world champion rick flair is now jealous of me and that's cool it's cool for me and he's trying to use me to get clout you know to promote whatever he has going on next because he's dug himself into a big big of a hole bit bit of a hole with other things so i just kind of i kind of just was like i ah, let me out of it because sad you know it's kind of sad on flair saying she gets criticism <clears throat> for being difficult because she's a woman becky says nobody acts like this everybody else's business nobody just cares about themselves they care about the segment <clears throat> they care about everybody she how everybody else works and they work together Nobody else does this. There's no other. There's no other guy on on the roster. There's no other guy on the roster. There's no roster. Everybody else. When you work with them, you know it's going to be easy. You know that we're going to go and we're going to make magic, and we're going to do some fun things. We're going to get the audience feeling a certain way. We make the show because it's a show, and that's what we do. You know, guys or girls act like that. And nobody. So you can say. It's, this because I'm a woman, no, it's because you say you're an a-hole. Sorry. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do create the MMA hour, of course, for to for of course uh <clears throat> um to for this uh for this of course segments of this interview. And we will post this, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in the interview corner page if you want to read anything, of course, if you want to read anything about it right here. But it's of course very interesting, of course, here indeed couple more stories to bring you here folks excuse me our next story here folks excuse me Jeffrey Harris posted this story posted this story today as Kari Sane changes changes up her hairstyle and color. 
Boy superstar Kairi Sane today showed off her new look and hairstyle as she colored her ha- hair a darker shade. Of course, you can check out the tweet that she posted, of course, right here on this page. Sane departed from her role as an active WWE superstar last year and returned to Japan. She later transitioned into a new role as a promotional supporter for WWE. You can, of course, check out her uh, Twitter account, which is still at Kari Sane WWE. Um, she's got on her with a little heart um, icon and, of course, hashtag dark hair. And I think a little something, of course, here in Japanese. But you can check out, of course, uh, the, the, her, of course, her new look that she's got here as well. If anyone wants to, of course, go on Twitter and check that out. Jeffrey Harris posted this story today as, as of course, they have the current, the updated betting odds for this Sunday Survivor Series. Online has related betting odds for this weekend's Survivor Series event. Currently, Roman Reigns is a 500, is a, is a minus 500 favorite to beat in their non-title champion versus champion match. Big E is the betting underdog at plus 300 odds. And Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair's champion versus champion bout. Becky Lynch is currently the betting favorite at minus 400. Charlotte Flair is currently at plus 250. Survivor Series 2021 is scheduled for this Sunday, November 21st. At the Barclays Center in Bork. It will be broadcast live on Peacock in the United States and, of course, in the network everywhere else. Of course, blah, blah, blah. Here is the current lowdown on the betting odds. Roman Reigns versus Big E. Roman Reigns minus 500, one out of five. Big E plus 300, three out of one. Raw Women's Champion versus the SmackDown Women's Champion. Becky Lynch minus 400, one out of four. Charlotte plus 250, five out of two. <coughs> Excuse me. The Men's Survivor Series. Team SmackDown minus 200, one out of two. Team Raw plus 150, three out of two. The Women's Survivor Series uh, match. SmackDown is even one and Team SmackDown is even one and one to one. Team Raw minus 140, five out of seven. Uh, the tag team champions versus Raw tag team champions versus the SmackDown tag champions. RK Bro minus 250, two out of five. The Usos plus 170, 17. And the US champion versus the Intercontinental champion. Damian Priest minus 200, one out of two. And Shinsuke Nakamura plus 150 or three out of two and one more quick story folks before we go go, of course before we uh go to our next part we go to our first part of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays uh blake lavelle posted this story here today as as the group top dollar of course moved from nxt just recently i believe talked about how hit row came together as a faction in WWE and initially wanting Leo Rush to join. In a recent interview on After the Bell with Corey Graves, uh, Top Dollar, who I believe was is, is AJ Francis, as I mentioned before, was part of that Most Wanted Treasures show on A&E, discussed Hit Row's call-up to SmackDown, how Hit Row is a faction, and much more. Uh, here are some of his comments. Top dollar on SmackDown. He says, it's amazing because this is an idea I had for years. The record label faction, I did it on the indies. It's something I wanted to do my whole life. I watched WWE literally since before I could walk, before I could talk with my dad. Even when I was in the NFL, my dream was always being WWE. 
people thought I was crazy that I was in the NFL, and I would tell them that I hadn't accomplished my dream yet to get the opportunity with the Most Wanted Treasures TV show, which led to my debut in May, and then less than five months later being on SmackDown. Clearly not only clearly not only was the idea good about the record label crew, but also the guys that I'm with are also like it's not me carrying it like when I was on the indies. I got stars with me on this crew who all bring something to the table, which gives everybody something to relate to depending on what, what sports interview you, you like. Top Bell on how Hit Road came together as a faction. He says, I came to WWE with this idea. When I first got here, I actually wanted to do the faction with Swerve and also Leo Rush because I knew they both rapped. But Leo got released and Swerve was doing that scientist character he was doing. So I said, just let me focus on myself. And then Ryan Katz, who worked at the Performance Center, sent me a text message. I was like, what do you think about working with Ashanti Adonis? I was like, oh, I can... Oh, I get the record label thing, make the music, and me and Tahuti can can be a tag. The three of us can uh, can all work, and it would be a great thing. We did that for like a year in the PC. We were known as the hit makers. Everybody in the PC loved it. It's the same thing we're doing now. The only difference was I was I did the WWE's Most Wanted Treasure show. Three days after that show debuted, it did great numbers and all that. Hunter pulled me and Swerve aside and said, "What do you think about Swerve joining your?" your Guys, Swerve was a rapper. Swerve didn't know this, but I wanted him from the beginning. When he asked us, I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely, for sure. That would be awesome. Not only is he a rapper, but he brings something different to the table. And he already traveled the world, uh, the world of wrestling. They immediately answers the question of, well, can these guys wrestle as if that even matters? Swerve was down with it, and we were doing, we were down with him joining up with us. <clears throat> so you can, of course, uh, um, of course, once again, like I said, you can check out, of course, the interview that Corey Graves does does with Top Dollar of Hit Row. Of course, if you hit, still have access, of course, to after to of course Apple Podcasts. But of course, we do give credit to the After the Bell podcast for allowing us to uh, for allowing us <clears throat> to, of course, read uh, this story. Also, courtesy of Four Eleven Mania as well. And so, ladies and gentlemen, there there's pretty much what we've got on hand. Currently, right now, with our wrestling interviews here, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do as always thank our friends at 411mania.com on us, of course, to read their stories on all of our shows. <coughs> uh, also, uh, of course, we do give 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Girolamo bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WCW US radio network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape. <clears throat> of course, of course, always always old fashioned, of course. And that's something that we had never, of course. That we would we have never decided to change it all last six years. So let's see what now John has in the first take of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for today, of course, November 17th. Let's go ahead and get right to it. On this date in 1996, the, the WWF presented Survivor Series from New York City in Madison Square Garden. 18,647 were in attendance. Aldo Montoya, Bart Gunn, Bob Holly, and Jesse James. 
defeated Billy Gunn, Justin Bradshaw, Salvador, and the Sultan in a four-on-four Survivor Series elimination match. Furnace and Lafon and the Godwins defeated the New Rockers and the team of Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. The Undertaker defeated Mankind with Paul Bear in a shark cage. During the match, the Undertaker descended in a Batman-type black cape wearing all black leather. Jake Roberts, Mark Merrow, The Stalker, and Rocky Maivia defeated Crush, Goldust, Hunter Hearst, Henry Lawler with Rocky Maivia as a sole survivor, perhaps the best perhaps the best debut of Survivor Series next to The Undertaker's in 1990. Bret Hart defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin, of course, in John's honest opinion, on the best new generation era matches in history. This is, of course, Bret Hart's first match since WrestleMania 12. Fake Diesel and Fake Razor Ramon, as well as Farouk and Vader, fought Flash Funk, Jimmy Snooker, Sabio Gazuna to a no contest. This is Jimmy Snooker's first match since 1993 and his first Survivor Series appearance since 1990. And as for Yokozuna, this would be his last match with the company ever. It's also Flash Funk's WBF debut, as, as well after he lost an ECW Loser Leaves Town match, of course, on ECW television. Psycho Sid defeated Shawn Michaels to pick up the WWF title. This is the match where Sid attacks Shawn Michaels' mentor, Jose Lothario, with a camera. In 1997, Rick Rude appears on both Raw and WCW Nitro. Although he appeared on Raw, it was a pre-taped show with a full beard, but he appeared without a mustache on WCW Nitro. Also on that same show, Vince does his infamous Brett Screwed Brett promo. On his day in 1998, at a taping of Monday Night Raw. Gilberg, of course his real name, Dwayne Gill, defeats Christian to win the, the light heavyweight title. In 2002, WWE presented Survivor Series from Madison Square Garden in New York City, featuring top from both the Raw and SmackDown divisions. This is the first appearance at Survivor Series since 1996, and it's the last one until 2011. And it's also the second Survivor Series not to include any Survivor Series elimination matches. The first one was in 1998. 17,930 were in attendance with 340,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's down from the one edition, which had 450,000 homes watching. Lance Storm and William Regal defeated Goldust in the Hurricane in a heat match. This is Goldust's first Survivor Series appearance since 1998. The Dudley Boys and Jeff Hardy defeated Three Minute Warning in an elimination table match with help from SmackDown's Devon Dudley. This will be Jeff Hardy's last Survivor Series appearance until 2006. Billy Kidman defeated Jamie Noble to pick up the WWE Cruiserweight title. He defeated Trish Stratus in a hardcore match to regain the women's title. Big Show defeated Brock Lesnar to win the WWE title. This is the first time the WWE Championship changed hands. Since, 19, since 1999 at Survivor Series, Los Guerreros defeated the team of Edge and Rey Mysterio, as well as the team of Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit to pick up the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Shawn Michaels defeated Chris Jericho, Kane, RVD, Booker T, and Triple H to regain the World Heavyweight in a six-man elimination chamber match. This is HBK's first match at Madison Square Garden televised since November 17, 1996 at Survivor Series. And Sean's first Survivor Series match since 1997, and Sean's first world title victory since 1998. And also, this is the very first ever Elimination Chamber match itself. And this is Triple H's first Survivor Series appearance since 2000. 
and also the first time the World Heavyweight Championship is defended. On Saturday, 2014, Luke Harper defeats Dolph Ziggler to win the Intercontinental title. This is Luke Harper's first and only singles championship. On his day in 2018, <coughs> uh, sorry about that, NXT War Games was held in the Staples Center in Los Angeles with the with Los Angeles with the War Raiders, Pete Dunne and Ricochet defending the, undis- the Undisputed Era in 45 minutes in the second War Games match in the WWE. Uh, one birthday, 41st birthday to Mercedes Martinez. Here's your pop culture history and birthdays. On his day in on the state, of course, here in 1183, Japanese uh, Taira clan defeat the Minamoto in the Battle of Mitsushima. 1774, First City Troop Philadelphia City Cavalry formed at Carpenter's Hall in Philadelphia, one of the oldest U.S. military units still in service. On the 17th, Church of England organizes in New England. 1798, at the beginning, the beginning of a five-day New England blizzard, covers thousands of houses, and kills hundreds. On the state in 1800, Congress holds its first session in Washington, D.C. in an incomplete Capitol building. On the state in 1853, street signs authorized at San Francisco intersections. 1862, Union General uh, Ambrose Burnside marches north out of Washington, D.C. to start the federal campaign. 1863, President Abraham Lincoln begins his first draft of his Gettysburg Address. 1875, American Theosophical Society is founded by Madame Blavatsky and Colonel Olcott. On his day, 1871, first assassination attempt against King Umberto I of Italy. On his day, 1884, cops arrest boxer John L. Sullivan and is found for being too cruel. 1894, <coughs> The Daily Racing Forum is founded, and serial killer H.H. Holmes is arrested in Boston after being tracked there from Philadelphia by the Pinkertons. On the day in 1913, first U.S. dental hygienist course course for dental hygienist forms in Bridgeport, Connecticut. 1926, the Chicago Blackhawks play their first game as they beat Toronto 4-1. 1928, the Boston Garden officially opens. Also on that same day, Notre Dame finally lo- finally loses a football game at home after 23 years. On say 19, 1933, the U.S. recognizes the Soviet Union and opens trade. <clears throat> Excuse me. In 1940, the Packers become the first NFL team to travel by plane. 1953, the St. Louis Browns becomes the Baltimore Baseball Club Incorporated, and the United States joins the United Nations in Israel's raid on Jordan on October 4th, 1953. 1956, Jim Brown scores NCAA record of 43 points. 1959, William McCovey wins National League Rookie of the Year. Also, William Shea shows proposed New York City Stadium with a transparent roof. 1960, new Major League Baseball Washington franchise is awarded to Elwood Quesada. 1962, JFK dedicates Dulles International Airport outside of Washington, D.C. 1965, William Eckert is unanimously elected commissioner of baseball. I was in 1967, Beatles Limited and Apple Music Limited swap names. 1970, Douglas Engelbart re- receives the patent for the first ever computer mouse. And Elton John, <coughs> of course, Elton John performs a live studio concert broadcast 
for WABC, of course, in New York. Later released his 1170 album. On his day in 1973, actress Terry Gar plays new nurse Lieutenant Suzanne Marquedden on the Sniper episode of the TV series MASH. President Richard Nixon tells the Associated Press that on that same day, people have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I am not a crook. Uh, sorry about that. 1979, New York Stars, home opener at Madison Square Garden, New York City. 1980, John Lennon releases Double Fantasy album in the United Kingdom. 1981, Bill Cartwright ties record of 19 of 19 free throws. 1982, Dale Murphy wins the National League MVP. 1983, Philadelphia Flyers win 13th straight NHL game. 1984, Islanders score 20 assists against the Rangers. 1985, Dale Waltrip wins the 35th NASCAR Winston Cup Championship. 1990, David, David, uh, excuse me, David Crosby breaks his left leg, ankle, and shoulder in a motorcycle accident in Los Angeles. 1991, the first TV condom ad aired, and Mike Utley is paralyzed in the game versus the L.A. Rams. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, it was the only time we noticed that J.D. was able to wear a condom. On the same day, Dale Earnhardt wins the 41st NASCAR Winston Cup Championship, making him a five-time, five-time, five-time NASCAR Winston Cup champion. I want to say 1992, Dateline NBC shows a demonstration of a General Motors truck blowing up on impact. Later, the re- later reveal an NBC an N- NBC rig test, and also on the same day. The bot, the movie sound, the soundtrack to the movie The Bodyguard is released on by Arista Records. It wins Billboard Album of the Year from 1993. 1997 on this day, Mario Lemieux enters the Hall of Fame. 2002, Tony Stewart wins the 54th Winston Cup race. On this day, 2003, Britney Spears at the age of 21 becomes the youngest singer to get a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <clears throat> and and of course JD's so excited he just has an orgasm. On a say in 2008, Twilight premieres in Los Angeles. I was say in 2013, Jimmy Johnson wins the NASCAR Sprint Cup for the sixth time. I was say 2015 confirms that he is HIV positive. Uh, happy happy uh, 76th birthday today to Dane DeVito. Today would have been the 55th birthday of singer Jeff Buckley. They would have been the 66th birthday of Yolanda King. They would have been the 96th birthday of Rock Hudson. It Takes Two by Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen was released in 1995. All Dogs Go to Heaven and The Little Mermaid were released in 1989. And The Middle of of course, James Bond movie was released in 1995. Uh, some NASCAR history. Uh, 2002, Kurt Busch wins at the race at Homestead. 1990, 1991, Mark, Mark Martin wins the race in Atlanta. <clears throat> and 1985, Ricky Rudd wins the race at Riverside. And that is all, ladies and gentlemen, we have for the um, uh, first volley of the wrestling and pop Korean birthday report here, of course, here this evening. And, of course, we do thank John for bringing that, of course, to, to our, of course, our uh, – to our attention, of course, here tonight. <clears throat> and, of course, we'll have a little bit more, of course, here uh, coming up here later on here in the show. 9.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 
Wednesday, November 17th, 2021, episode 1006 of WCWS Revolution. Uh, 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, as well as the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, here with you, of course, even as we speak. Uh, we thought we had someone here with us, but apparently they must have had to step away or something like that. I'm hoping we have him. <coughs> we have him back on here, of course, here in just a few minutes. Of course, um, of course, uh, as we said, of course, here before, uh, we of course like to hope to, of course, get some thoughts in uh, from some of our folks here about what happened last night, of course, on NXT. Um, but, um, we hope, we hope to, of course, like I said, like to get some more folks on here, of course, hopefully coming up or something. and so we can get some, we can get some other thoughts here, of course, on this here, uh, as well. Um, while we're waiting, of course, here, uh, while we're waiting here, while we're waiting right here, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's go ahead and bring you, um, Uh, excuse me. Uh, let's go ahead and bring you, of course, um, bring you, of course, some uh, updates here. First off, um, as far as, of course, the, um, the the AWS World Tag Team title match that we currently have going on, plus also, ladies and gentlemen, the five matches that were made, of course, for us from the uh, result of our full gear prediction title challenge. Of course, of course, like I said, we had to go this route because we had some very close votes here, of course, here to say the least. <clears throat> so we hope, <coughs> so we hope to, of course, like I said, uh, hopefully get some more updates here soon. Now, remember, there are there is still plenty of time to get your vote to get your votes in on these matches um, on the WWS Pay Per View Prediction Center second phase page, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUSPTC second phase. First of all, AWS championship match, as you know, the team of the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the cell man, Justin Lewis Fleming, who, of course, are defending the belts against the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Ken Club's Mick Patel. Currently, it is still tied at four votes here, folks. Now, let's go ahead and bring you, of course, the matches here. Uh, from from the full gear prediction title challenge, <coughs> as of right now, of course, as you know, Jody Valentine is defending the AWS full gear championship against the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds and the Ace of Spades Jordan Stuckless. Currently, right now, the Black Widow is leading this with three votes. Jody and Jordan are tied right now with two votes apiece. The WWF US Wrestling Classic Championship. Of course, as you know, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, I'm sorry, Justin Lewis Fleming, and also GSWI member Megan Holland, of course, is involved in this match. Currently, JD is leading with four votes. Justin is leading with three votes. Megan Holland is coming up in third with two votes. The new NJPW US Power Struggle Championship. Currently, Antonio Gutierrez currently has five votes. 
and Danny from Oak Park, as well as William Banks, are currently tied right now with one vote each. The WWS Red Arrow Championship currently going on right now. Justin Carter taking on Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler. Uh, Justin Carter currently has seven votes. Bobby currently has uh, one vote. And also the WWS Generation Championship, uh, John Gross, Sandy Hardy, and the King Club's Mint Patel. John is currently leading that one right now with five votes. Sandy is in place with three votes. Mint is in third place, obviously, with two votes. As for the uh, prediction title challenge, of course, here for the for Survivor Series, let's let you know how the votes are, of course, currently going here with that. So far, we have three people in the men's Survivor Series elimination match. Three people have voted for Raw. Nobody has voted for SmackDown. The women's Survivor Series elimination match, two votes for Raw from SmackDown. Champion versus champion, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. Uh, right now, it's currently tied at two votes apiece between Becky and Charlotte. Champion versus champion, Roman Reigns versus Big E. We have three people currently voting for Roman Reigns. One person is currently voting for Big E. The, the tag team champions from, versus the tag team champions, of course, you know, RK Bro and the Usos. Three people have voted for K. Okay, bro, buddy has voted for the Usos and the U.S. champion versus the IC champion. Damian Priest currently has four votes right now. Shinsuke Nakamura currently has one. So that's what we're that's where we currently stand as of that, of course, right now. We did also post, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are members of GSWI, we did also post a link there as well. If you wish to, of course, uh, check out what we're all checking. Uh, to come on that link and definitely, of course, <clears throat> definitely let us definitely, of course, jump <coughs> jump on in here, and of course, like I said, we and jump on in here, of course, here as well. Our prediction title challenge, like I said, for Survivor Series is in full swing. So far, we have five people that have currently signed up. So far, I do have Sandy Hardy, as well as Justin Carter, William Banks, the King Clubs, Mint Patel, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Have currently, of course, um, have currently, of course, like I said, signed up here for this. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to, of course, if you <clears throat> if you wish to, of course, like I said, uh, um, get your votes in here for this. Like I said, just go to the Pay Per View Prediction Center second phase page, and we would love to, of course, like I said, get your votes in here as well because we may have some ideas here. As to what was going to go towards the, to everyone who takes part in this, so like I said, ladies and gentlemen, try to get your votes in, of course, as possible. Uh, like I said, pay per view the pay per view prediction center second phase page. As we said, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS PTC second phase. So be sure to check that out here, of course, today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I do see. I think standing by, we do have somebody on the line here. Let's bring them. Let's bring them in here, of course, and we do, of course, a proper introduction. First off, ladies and gentlemen, he is the general manager of WCWS Fan Empire, of course, here on Facebook. He is a <coughs> excuse me. He is a multiple-time title holder in both, of course, WCWS as well as GSWI. As we said, currently he is one half of the AEWS Tag Team Champions. 
of course, I believe he's still also one half of the. Uh, let's see. I'm also also trying to. Uh, uh, the WCWS, I believe, was the trivia gladiator tag team titles, alongside, of course, uh, Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, as well as several other uh, singles championship trivia championships as well. Also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, he is known as the man with the golden voice here. Of course, as you know, he does pop on a court. He does every time he pops on our shows here in WCW. He does definitely, you know, he, he, we have heard him sing before. He does a very fine job of doing that. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, every time you see him walking up and down the sidewalk, especially up and down the sidewalk of his, of his hometown, of course, Indianapolis, Indiana, you, of course, have to, of course, give a nod to Lionel Richie and Arsenio Hall because he actually bears a likeness to both of them. And, of course, every time you see him, you have to go do a little something just like this, which is simply, hello. And, of course, like and of course, like, like I said, he, of course, he's also the man with the wooden paddle or metal paddle sometimes. And we also, every time that he sees J.D., he has to, of course, pop him, give him about 30 licks. Of course, on their piece. <clears throat> so, uh, but in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and bring him in here right now. As we said, Haley from Indianapolis, Indiana. I welcome to, of course, episode number 1069, of course, here of WCWS, of course, Revolution. I give you the one and the only, the soul man. And I do mean he's got a lot of soul. Okay. I'm talking about Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, sir, we welcome you to episode 1069 of Revolution. Thank you very much here, of course, for joining us. Thank you. And I want you just to let you know, I, I'd like for you to right now just put the paddle away because uh, I will go and let you know here about 10 days before Christmas, you'll have an opportunity to beat JD with it about 40 sometimes. <laughs> you can pick out metal or wood. You, it's at your discretion, whatever you want to say. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and of course, also, if you want to, you can put a Santa's hat or a wreath on it. I don't give a darn. <laughs> so, so, so it's a every time you see mistletoe, kiss under the mistletoe, or every time you do with a birthday cake, spank him about 40 times. Oh, wow. oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not gay. I said, I know, is that I know that in some people's cases, every time you would see that. I'm saying, and I was talking about switching it up with, of course, doing it, doing that with JD on his birthday, forty some times with the paddle. I wasn't saying for you. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, no, I wasn't got. No, I was. I wasn't. I know, you, no, I know you're kidding. Course, yes, and of course, obviously, obviously, you took that line from that movie, Meet the Spartans, where they go, "I'm not gay." Okay, I can't do it. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> But, so, uh, that, that, that song is a parody of "I Want Candy," isn't it? No, it was a, it was supposed to be the guy. I don't know who it was. Had a funny hairdo that was on American Idol. I think a lot of them actually on American Idol had it. This was this parody of Three Hundred. Um, yeah, that's right. The guy from Hercules played his um, second in charge or something like that. Um, I can't think of his name right now. To bet. Um, oh crap, but the thing about it, he kept kicking everybody into this big pit, and then finally, he finally, he uh, 
made this little girl cry and all that. He ends up kicking him in the pit, and he says, and the, and the singer goes, I'm not Asian. Because I think he was, I think he was, I think the, I think it was the actual fellow, the actual person was actually being, there were a lot of people were saying that in real life he might have been possibly, but, but so that's why they, it was just a reference, I guess, to that. I said, I'm not sure. But anyway, like I said, um, I'll have to find that movie sometime and watch it again. That was one heck of a movie. Um, in the meantime here, I'm sure uh, Justin would like to get your thoughts and opinions as to, of course, what, of course, happened on last night on NXT, if anything did pop up, of course, in your personal opinion as to, um, as to, of course, if anything kind of stood out, any moments, matches, anything like that that popped up in NXT last night, please share them with us. Um, last night, I um, I heard it. Um, okay. Um, Muscle Champa mentioned Scott Steiner to Brian Baker. Breaker's face. Mm-hmm. And um and um I heard um Io Shirai challenged all um challenged um Io Shirai Zoe Stark and Zoe Stark and um Kel Gonzalez and other other girls, other girl all challenged. Um, Mandy Rose, um, Dakota Kai, um, Dakota Kai, and um, Gigi Dolan, and this other girl, got her name is um, to challenge them at War Games next month. Oh, I see. So kind of like a women's war, possibly a women's war games match or uh, apparently it's going uh, going to go down here, apparently. Uh, sounds like. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John mentions the same thing. Of course, he says he can't, can't wait for the women's. It's going to be physical and brutal. And he did hear <coughs> about the thing about Tommaso Ciampa mocking Scott Steiner's math thing thing or something uh because apparently champ i don't know apparently they're wanting to continue the same between between chiapa and braun breaker apparently and they keep bringing and you see here this this uh what gets me is is that they don't want braun breaker to mention anything and yet other people get to do it that part i don't get i mean but obviously this has been some man so in some in some cases, obviously, I guess that is that is what it is. Uh, now, now, Justin, I read, I read, of course, and, and and kind of changing around. And thank you, guys, for your thoughts. Of course, obviously, about uh, about just changing around a little bit. I did read, of course, a little something about obviously um, something. That I guess happened at the beginning of AEW. Obviously, of course, the elite came out, of course, and addressed the uh, the, situ- the situation. Of course, what happened at Full Gear with Kenny Omega losing the belt, 
and obviously, of course, Kenny Omega is currently going to step step a little bit. He says he's got to get some things fixed. Um, very, very surprising. And, uh, and apparently Adam Cole was wanting to step in, I guess, try to step up and oversee things in his absence. And apparently Kenny Omega was, you know, was going to give, actually give the deuce to the Young Bucks. So, I mean, uh, I don't know if that's going to start any dissension within the elite or not. I mean, Um, and of course, uh, John did say, of course, obviously he's working with some injuries. Yeah, I did read that in the story, the first story I had. I, I did read that he was going through some injuries. Apparently, he's had it for about a couple of years, but apparently he's been able to work around them. I mean, I will give it to Kenny Omega. I mean, he is one heck of a talent, but I mean, uh, but he did give Adam Page some props. He did praise Adam Page, of course, in what was a very the match was hyped up, of course, in, in the correct way. And he did give, of course, Heyman, Heyman Adam Page the, 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 you know, in a way, to a degree, I think he, he did give him a little bit, of course, of respect. <coughs> now, does this mean sometime down the road, are we going to see, are we going to see, of course, a rematch, possibly? Um, sometime down the road, maybe. I don't know. I would like to see that. John says he hopes so. Justin, what, what's your take? Do you think that, uh, you know, that maybe at some point down the road, do we see like a rematch here between Adam Page and Kenny Omega sometime down the road? I can see it. I mean, that would be clear killer match here and what was this news i heard something about jay lethal of course actually coming in of course on saturday and already hyped up to be an aw he's already wrapped up and now challenging sammy Guevara for the t for the uh for the uh tnt title i'm amazing yeah that's that right that right there is going to be a good match i think it's going to be a five I think it's going to be a four or five star match. And John actually did say that the title match from Full Gear between Adam Page and Kenny Omega is a, is guaranteed and destined to go down for match of the year, of course, in his and of course the GSWI group. I would have to give that some good props as well. I mean, I mean, it just showed obviously as like we talked about here on Raw Radio Monday. You know, full gear pretty much blew a lot of WWE's ideas kind of right out of the water. And there's no doubt in my mind that obviously Survivor Series is not going is not going to beat them at all in, in any capacity. Even, you know, the fact that just added two more matches, you know, obviously RK Bro versus the Usos, and obviously uh, uh, Damian Priest versus Shinsuke Nakamura, all of them great competitors and everything. But do you think that, you know, should this have been kind of made probably a little bit further in advance, maybe? To possibly be prepared for, you know, like the like a, a a backlash here, of course, based upon how Full Gear did and everything like that? Because everybody knew this was going to be big. So, I mean, 
we're just going to have to wait and see here, of course, here, folks. But uh, but we'll talk about, of course, speaking of full gear, we will talk about, of course, the retirement uh, matches, of course, here about full gear here in just a few moments. Before we do so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, let me take one quick things. First off, let me do it. Let me give you the plug right here. Five five six two zero four 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 caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. It is ten fifteen p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Wednesday, November seventeenth, two thousand twenty-one. <clears throat> this is episode sixty-nine, of course, of Revolution. Of course, uh, obviously, I don't know if sixty-nine would be a number that JD might know, but hey, that's some that's some down the road. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, of course, Mr. WWUS Chad Henshaw right here, as well as the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, and the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming right here, of course, with you. Uh, of course, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, let me go and give you, of course, a quick lineup of what we have planned, of course, for tomorrow. For tomorrow, first off at seven thirty, one three nine nine two five pound will be our next edition of WCWUS Wrestling Debate. Be sure to join the Loose Cannon and the NWO Madness Kingdom. As they will talk about everything that's gone on here in wrestling, of course, here the past several days, including, of course, what happened Saturday at Full Gear. Obviously, of course, with Raw, NXT, also tonight's edition of Dynamite, also possibly some lead-in towards tomorrow night's episode of Impact. Also, of course, possibly some talk about, of course, SmackDown and SmackDown and Rampage, you know, especially SmackDown, with of course, with mean the last, uh, last. Last hurdle, of course, on the road to Survivor Series. Well, of course, obviously, <clears throat> there'll be a lot of talk on there tomorrow night, so be sure to listen in on that. 139-925-pound, of course, coming up at 7.30 for WCW US Wrestling Debate. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, at 138-521-pound, episode 330 of NWO Wolfpack, 138-521-pound. News and views, history and birthdays. Of course, we will definitely talk about what happened tonight on Dynamite. We will, of course, of course, continue to give you updates. Of course, on of course the five matches from the Full Gear Prediction Title Challenge, as well as of course the AWS World Tag Title Poll Match that we currently have up and going. <coughs> and also, of course, we will continue to talk about some, bringing you some moments uh, from Survivor Series. Of course, here on, on, of the past. So be sure to listen in on all that on episode 330 of NWO Wolfpack tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. All part of the WCWUS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. Now, of course, for the second thing i got to bring you here is that we've got someone, of course, now standing by here waiting to come on. Let's go ahead and get him in here. He's a three-time WWE Hall of Famer. He's also part of the team which brings you both Raw Radio every Monday afternoon as well as Sports Machine every Friday afternoon, of course, right here on Talk Show. He is, of course, a multiple-time title holder in both WCWUS as well as GSWI. <clears throat> and, of course, he is a native of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where he does definitely, definitely tells it like it is in terms of, every, of course, everything having to do with wrestling, sports, entertainment, you name it. And, of course, he does it. And, yes, of course, <clears throat> Based upon something that did happen on the GSWI page, of course, earlier today, he's probably going to have a little payback from me, but and he already knows that, but I won't go into any more details. Uh, but, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he has proven time and time again that he can tell, tell it like it is and get everything done in a heartbeat. 
and also, ladies and gentlemen, proven he can do all that while not wearing a pair of pants, although we wish that he would. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, episode number uh, 1069, of course, of WCWS Revolution here tonight. You know him simply as JD, but his real name, ladies and gentlemen, is the one and the only, the Iceman, uh, Jared DiGirolamo. JD, welcome to episode number 1069 of Revolution. Good to have you here with us. Now, I'm going to say it one more time, bud. That was a sneaky thing you did on me, man, with right about right behind my back after I just picked up a championship. You're, you're <laughs> it may be sneaky. It may be underhanded. It may be cutthroat. All I know is it may be sneaky. It may be underhanded. And it might be cutthroat. But at the end of the night, however, right now, at least for the moment, I am holding on to as much as I want to hold on to this, and believe me, I, I don't know how I did it, but where there's a will, there's a way. And yes, I have that hardcore title right on my shoulder for right now. Right now. Well, keep in mind, bud, that like I said, like I said, there's another one up there, bud. And look here, you you know me, man. You don't, I don't, st- you know for a second. Like I said, I'm watching my back because I know you're coming for me, and I know a bunch of people are coming for me for that belt. Believe you me. But I am here to share my thoughts about Full Gear. I'm going to talk about that now on all I can say about Dynamite tonight. Very, very good show tonight. Very good show in John Sank of the Woods of Virginia. The Norfolk crowd saw a very entertaining show, and I think next week in Chicago, Thanksgiving, they're going to see even a better show, Howard, because every time AEW goes to Chicago... We know Chicago is always a hotbed of wrestling and has been for many years. Dynamite, once again, will be exploding Thanksgiving Eve. But, folks, that is no here nor there. But I will also remind everyone, possibly tomorrow as well, that Shaq, Mitt, myself, possibly will be having a very special edition, possibly unless something changes, Thursday, tomorrow afternoon, the Sports Machine at 4 p.m. Okay, so so if you, do, if you do it tomorrow, that means you probably won't do it Friday, right? That's right, yes. We'll keep you updated. Okay, well, yeah, please keep me up to date here so I can change it because I just actually got through announcing that. So, but ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to step back here for just a moment here, kind of give the old voice a little bit of a rest here to sit back and relax and chill out. I know JD's got stuff, some stuff to say, especially about. Hope he has a couple of thoughts about what happened last night with NXT. Um, all I will say about Dynamite here, JD, in a quick sense here, right? We just got through talking about. I did read, of course, obviously Kenny Omega is doing the right thing right now and taking yep. and, and stepping back because he's got some nagging injuries. I think he's had for a couple of years, according to what I just read. But yep. I will hand it. I will hand it to Omega in this respect. In this respect, that he did give respect and praise to Adam. Yeah, Pedro. he needs One to take some time match. off. He's been burning himself out like crazy this year. He's had a wild year with the Bucks, with Dickhead Don Callis, how the douchebag that he is, how with uh, Cutler, with Nakazawa, with his cronies, and, of course, Adam Cole, baby. But now it's time to take it easy. And, yes, I do have some news to report. First off, NXT, of course, dropped to 574,000 viewers down from 603. They finished 55th with a .11 in the rating, however, in the 18-49 demo. Then down from last week's .15, if you will, in that same number, but they did a .11, if you will. Also, of course, if you will, however, some other news to report. However, we talked about how we're talking about. However, last night's, of course, the um, uh, 
Fuchsia Power for uh, what was it? Uh, the tr uh, I just saw it a second ago here. Bear with me here, folks. Yes, uh, yeah. apparently, however, the raw viewership did not do so good, if you will, Monday night. 1.585, up from last week's 1.549 or 1.55. They delivered a 0.42 rating in the 18 to 49 demo. They scored 1.668, almost 1.67 in the first hour, 1.644 in the second hour, but they dropped to a 1.44 in the third hour. The three hours finished 789, respectively. The Monday Night Football game delivered 10.7 million viewers that saw the 49ers beat the Rams, if you will, which topped the cable range. Last year's Raw at this time delivered 1.779, or almost 1. 7, uh, like I said, 1.78 million, 779 million viewers. So, like I said, they first started at 1.668, almost 1.669, hour two, 1.64. And the final hour, we told you what they did, 1.44, if you will. They did 1.58 and a half, up from 1.4549, or almost 1.5.55 last week. But like I said, it was a very interesting go-home show, if you will, this week, live in Justin Senkowitz, Indianapolis. Meanwhile, some other news, of course. Earlier today, the Houston Astros, of course, signed Justin Verlander to a one-year, $25 million contract, if you will. Noah Snydegard of the Mets, however, the Mutz, whatever you want to call them, however, if you will, however, also has signed a deal with the Anaheim Los Angeles Angels. I believe it was one year at $21 million, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we want to congratulate, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, Robbie Ray, who finished the season 13-7 and with a 2.84 ERA. However, he won the American League Cy Young Award winner tonight in the National League, however, surprisingly, however, Corbin Burns, our B-U-R-N-E-S, defeated Zach Wheeler. As a result, it was very close. Burns, 27, finished the season with a 2.43 ERA and 234 strikeouts and 167 innings pitched across 28 games. He also set a major league record by beginning the season without a walk, however, with 58 punch-outs. So that's pretty damn good, if you ask me. And as we said, of course, um, Justin Verlander signed a one-year $25 million deal. Uh, the 38-year-old rejected the Astros' $18.4 million qualifying offer before agreeing to the contract with the Astros. Uh, like I said, he uh, may just, uh, like I said, missed all this year, however, like I said, but did say he will be returning, however, this coming year. The eight-time All-Star is 226 and 129 in his career with a 3.33 ERA over 17 seasons, and is one of two active pitchers with 3,000 strikeouts, Max Scherzer being the other. This, of course, deal was reported first by Fox 26 in Houston, if you will. Uh, some other news to report. Let's see here. I did see some other news to report. Yes, apparently we have an update on the whole Henry Ruggs issue earlier today. A judge ordered the former receiver to appear before her this Monday after learning he missed an alcohol test while on house arrest following the fatal crash, if you will, that he is accused of causing by drunk driving at speeds up to 160 miles per hour. Ruggs' lawyers told the Justice of the Peace today that Ruggs, quote, self-tested negative shortly after missing one of his calls for a breath test last week. His attorney blamed the delay in trouble with testing equipment. Now, a note posted in, later in the court shows that Ruggs missed the test at 4.41 p.m. Saturday and that he completed, quote, a client-initiated remote breath test, breath test at 6.28 p.m., if you will. The alcohol monitoring agency noted that it cannot confirm Mr. Ruggs' sobriety during this point in time. It says his attorney provided an updated phone number for text notifications for his remote breath test. 
Ruggs, 22, however, was not in court today for a brief hearing during which his, um, the Justice of the Peace declined his lawyer's request for a court order to obtain fire department records about the November 2nd crash and fire. She said she would reconsider if they cannot get those records themselves, though. Ruggs could face a return to jail. A judge who set his bail at $150,000 warned him directly that if he did not comply with release restrictions, he would be facing re-arrest. He is now under home confinement for electronic monitoring and four times a day alcohol checks. He is required to respond to a telephone or text signal by phone a device that checks his BAC. Record shows he owns a $1.1 million home not far from where the crash occurred. Okay. Thank you very much here. Of course, here, J.D., of course, here as well. Um, also, also to you and to Justin, uh, J.D., I uh, wanted to, of course, point out <clears throat> that uh, I did also announce this a little while ago, but I don't think you and Justin probably heard me or was not on when I made the announcement that the prediction title challenge for Survivor Series is up, and, uh, up on the page right now uh, for us. And of course, I am still considering what the uh, what 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 we're going to uh, award, what we're going to award everyone with this time. We've got five people up there so far. Uh, so, like I said, if you uh, get an opportunity, of course, and wish to course, put your votes in and in, in that for that, um, I know that WWE is not really something that we are focusing on. Our, with AEW and everything else, but of course I do. We all, as you know, we all do this because, of course, of because because just for the fun of it. So, like I said, if you wish to, of course, cast your votes. Of course, all six matches are posted up on there right now, and we would love to get your yours and just. I will give votes you my thoughts there. about that, and of course, also, I will give you my thoughts about full gear as well. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> we were talking about we talked about five of those matches last night and we were going to talk about all the title matches um but first off let's go of course before of course we get john's and justin's thoughts and your thoughts about the five matches we're going to talk about tonight majority of them are of course are the title matches but let's go to you first jd and bring you and ask you about talk, ask you your thoughts and opinions about the five that we did about last night uh and we apologize we did understand that you had audio difficulties that's why you did not we're not able to make it on last night um which uh i haven't been able to figure out how in the world if it was on your end or if it was on talk shoes end but well i'm still trying to investigate what it is so but we're sorry you didn't get on last night we actually were looking forward to hearing from you uh but but uh anyway Let's, let's let me go through the match we talked about here last night here, JD and John and Justin. This is aimed towards JD for the moment, and I'll let you know when we talk about the other matches. First off, JD, what we talked about here in 1232, uh, we saw Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa defeat Jamie Hayter and Nala Rose. Yeah, this was a very good opener. However, I mean, we saw Vicky Guerrero stick her nose where it didn't belong, as always, with the Native Beast. And, of course, we know Jamie Hayter, of course, had her friends with her, Dr. Bitch Baker, and of course, Reva Rebel. But uh, Sheeta, of course, however, put up a damn good fight along with Thunder Rosa, however. And we saw what happened tonight with Sheeta, of course, in the match with Nyla Rose in the tournament, if you will. Now, once again, uh, things went, let's just say, awry, no pun intended, 
if you will. But that being said, it was a very good opener. However, the fans were entertained by it, however. And uh, as a result, you saw the end result, however. But uh, it was a tough loss, however, for uh, Nyla and, uh, unfortunately, Jamie Hayter. But, of course, they're going to probably start whining, bitching, and complaining, and uh, moping and complaining, go figure. But it is what it is. Okay. The next one here, and I know you'll have something to say about this one. In 22 minutes and 6 seconds, we saw our personal at favorite wrestler, MJF, defeat Darby Allen. Yeah, one thing more, and Jackass Fag had to get a cheap win with his little boyfriends, of course, consisting of Wardlow and, of course, the Diamond Ring. So once again, he once again had to run his stupid little mouth and brag about, well, guess what? What happened tonight on Dynamite, I ask you? What happened when he decided to start bragging again? Oh, that's right. A certain person named the best in the world found a way to shut him up, Howard, very, very quickly. And I'll tell you one thing. If he thinks, Howard, he's going to have the last laugh, Howard, everyone, and especially Howard thinks he's going to get into a certain person from Chicago, Space Howard, and basically poke fun at him and make fun of him just like the Mad King Eddie Kingston did, Howard, and uh, basically really try to uh, poke the bear. You better want to think twice on this, Howard. You really want to think twice on this. But, yeah, he got a cheap fluke win, Howard, which was horse shit. Once again, obviously, MJF, the little pipsqueak Miz wannabe. Yeah, he says he's better than when he knows it. I mean, he's one of the top heels in wrestling right now. And if Michelle was on, I'd say the same thing. Yes, that's true. But at the same time, at the same time, Howard, he's obviously been deep-throwing Tony Khan's balls because, once again, Tony Khan doesn't have the balls at times to suspend his little boyfriend, Wardlow, let alone take away the diamond ring when he's coming to the ring wearing the damn thing. But no, he has to once again be a little bitch, however, basically. And sooner or later, he's going to find himself once again on the outs, however. And by the outs, I mean he's going to find himself, however, that he's going to get his ass stomped upon, whether it be by CM Punk, whether it be a Darby again, whether it be someone else. But yeah, have your fun now, Max. But at the end of the day, Howard, you're going to be hearing three words very soon, Howard, because you found out tonight, Howard, that if you ran your mouth, Howard, you're going to be going up against the best of one. You're going to be seeing these three words in your future very soon. And that is G-T-S. And no, I'm not talking about our king in the majority's but I'm talking about go to sleep, because you will be going to sleep very soon, Max, and be knocked on your ass very quickly, unless you have your boyfriend, Warlow, help you. Along with Sean Scumbag Spears. Oh, hey guys! Just for the heck of it, I didn't know this. This one actually took place, but a lot of times I find a lot of wrestling matches and moments on Facebook, and I post them in the video vault. There was one in particular I posted on there. I think it was several days ago. I don't know if anyone's seen it or not. If anybody wants it, it's okay. If not, you don't have to. I'm just telling you it's there. It was an intergender match. And you ain't gonna believe who, you ain't gonna believe who who in this. The man was who you just referred just as you're talking about had that trademark scarf. Um, The and actually even put it on the referee before the match started. I don't know why he did, but he did. Um, But the woman, believe it or not, was. Of course, the one that did the Shawn Michaels pose with the new Impact Digital Media Championship. I'm talking about Jordan Grace. They had a match at one. I don't know when it was, but they had a match. And Jordan Grace, I mean, she looks the same then as she does now. 
And obviously, of course, I'm, I'm sure I'm hoping Jordan, I didn't see the whole thing, but I had heard that Jordan Grace actually kind of whipped MJF around here just a little bitty bit. And even kind of gloating, right? You know, give that down fan to cheer for Jordan last up in the match and everything. And of course, as you know, acting like he normally does, and JD, we all know how he acts. Same thing. It might have been recent. I don't know when it was, but it's in the video. Bob Edmond wants to go and see it. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Okay. But yeah, it was, it was an independent show, I think. I'm not sure when, but where. I don't know where it was at either. But I, I think it was an independent show. Anyway, <clears throat> the next one we talked about here is the false county tag in 2235. Of course, Christian Cage and Jurassic Express defeated the Super Click. Your thoughts? Yeah, it wasn't a good. It was a really good match with all of the parties involved. Of course, I don't think we saw Marco Stein, and we haven't seen Marco Stein here for quite some time. I think he's still either injured or he just they haven't decided not to bring him on television for some time. But yeah, unfortunately, it was not a good night. Unfortunately, for Mr. Cole and the Bucks, however, and unfortunately, Team Elite started cracking a little bit here, however. But yeah, we did hear it that tonight, however, we're going to see the rematch, however. This time with Cole and his good friend Bobby Fish, formerly of the era, taking on Jungle Boy Jack and, of course, Luchasaurus. And we might see Marco back this Friday, maybe on Rampage. You never know. But we'll have to wait and see because I think they're taping Rampage tonight, however. Or it's going to be live this Friday. We're not sure yet. Are they, the are they trying? Me, I'm but, sorry. Uh, one question. Are they trying to get Bobby Fish to join the Elite? Is that what this is about? What's that? Are, are they trying to get Bobby Fish to join this? I group? think so. Yes, I think so. But I've also heard rumblings how, that they're trying to uh, have, like, maybe Cole take over the leadership of Kenny while Kenny's taking some time off. And that's why they're doing it. I think. I'm not sure how. I could be. Well, wrong. actually. Oh, I'm sorry. But I actually read this story this a little while ago. Of course, here, when we started, it said something about that he actually. Pointed towards the Bucks and overseeing. I think and, either either way, I'm not I'm not really sure how they're doing it, but regardless, it is what it is. Um, but getting back to the match, Howard, yeah, it was a very good match. However, it did give them a, quite a bit of time. However, and at the end of the night, however, you saw what happened, and that was a big win. However, for Christian and company, they definitely needed to uh, get a little retribution here. But of course. The Bucks and, uh, like I said, Adam Cole, the Super Click and Team Elite are not going to take this line down. This is far, 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 far from over. Unless they're going to continue this, they're going to end it here and now. But I don't see this feud ending anytime soon with uh, all the parties involved. Okay, dope. All right. Okay. Next one we talked about here is 1652. We said Cody Rhodes and Pac did defeat Malachi Black and Andre Elidolo. Again, this was good. I mean, you got four of the best involved, Howard. Like I said, we saw what happened, Howard. And uh, I, like I said, Howard, like I said, uh, we know that coming up, of course, next week, however, that they're going to continue, however, uh, this uh, feud with each other in Chicago. And like I said, we saw what happened, however. And uh, like I said, it is what it is, but you saw the end result. And that was, okay. of course, uh, Cody. And uh, I mean, this was supposed to be, a fatal four-way, but it turned out to be a tag match. But like I said, there you go. Okay. And the, one, and the other one we talked about last night was CM Punk getting by Eddie Kingston, speaking of what you just mentioned in the water. 
This was a bit. This was probably one. This was one of the matches I was really looking forward to going into the pay per view. How and this I heard did not disappoint and did not disappoint whatsoever. I mean, these guys have had very much dislike with each other, both in and out of the ring. They're like the Becky and Charlotte of AEW. I mean, at one time I think they respected each other, but now the respect is gone and the friendship is gone. And like I said, how are these two really? Just, I mean, they could have made this a Minneapolis Street Fighter or Minneapolis Brawl. I mean, like I said, this could have been in a cage. This could have been a False Count Anywhere match, Iron Man match, False Count Anywhere first blood match. Like I said, you saw what Eddie did tonight in his promo. I don't know what's happening with Eddie's attitude lately. Eddie has just caught the very mean, pissed-off, hell-bent attitude that he doesn't give a damn about anything right now. He doesn't care who he pisses off. He doesn't care who... He fires off power, but you can tell more and more he's getting upset about certain things, how, or he's just really getting tired of getting overlooked, Tower. And like I said, he definitely has shown his temper as of late, and he has definitely not been very happy with what uh, has happened to him as of late. So, like I said, I don't know if it's just maybe him playing the character, and maybe he's not, maybe he's kind of had a different tune outside of the ring. Maybe he's doing both things in and out of the ring. I mean, we don't really know. But like I said, right now, this is a guy that is really, really hell-bent on uh, letting people know how that if you cross me, how, there will be hell to pay. And right now, he is definitely doesn't care who he pisses off. He doesn't care who steps on him. But I think he's tired of getting basically messed over. And sooner or later, however, you can see he's ready to snap. I mean, every chance he gets, however, He's been wanting to snap power. So it's been uh, very, very interesting to see how this has all been going on between these two. All right. All right. Thank you there, J.D., for your sum up of those matches. Now everybody is back involved in the mix as we, of course, now will talk about, of course, the main, the other matches from Full Gear, which, of course, as you know, uh, four of them, of course, obviously, of course, are the, the title matches. Well, three of them are title matches. One of them is the Eliminator match, and the other one is the Minneapolis Street Fight. Uh, <clears throat> let's first uh, give J.D. While a chance. We're doing so, that, you guys go ahead and start on that. I'll be right back. Okay, J.D., thank you very much. All right, let's uh, let's start with, of course, uh, Justin and John here on this. Uh, gentlemen, of course, the first match we'll talk about tonight is in 18 minutes and 36 seconds. We saw the Lucha Brothers retain the AEW World Tag Team titles over FTR. Uh, Justin, your thoughts about the AEW Tag Team match this past Saturday? That was good. Okay. Uh, John, your thoughts about the AEW uh, Tag Team title match, uh, Lucha Brothers defeating FTR? John said that was a good match. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, the next one here is the Eliminator Tournament Final. We saw Brian Danielson get to earn a future shot at the AEW World Heavyweight Title. Uh, Justin, your first off, your personal thoughts here about this match? That was all right. That was good. Okay. John, your thoughts here about this one? Brian Danielson getting by Miro to earn a shot at the AW uh, World Title in the Eliminator Tournament. <coughs> John said that was a nice match. Okay, all right, no problem. Next up here, this was this was one of the matches. Of course, I was not really that happy about. 
but nevertheless, uh, nevertheless, of course, like I said, uh, uh, <clears throat> we'll we'll see. Of course, hopefully, there'll be somebody who'll be able to take care of this sometime down the road. In 15 minutes and 24 seconds, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we saw, of course, uh, the dentist. Uh, who should have been should have been working on her teeth instead of, of course, uh, wrestling. But of course, earn, 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 earn. <laughs> good way, good way, Jay, good way, good. Thank you. To, to of course hold on to AW Women's World Title. Uh, of course, obviously having Jamie Hader and uh, Reba, not Rebel, by her side. Of course, Britt Baker gets by Tay Conti, of course, and of course that was all due to the fact that she once again had Reba. Jamie Amy Hater do her work for her so she can earn the spoils. Uh, Justin, your thoughts here about this match? That was, um, I feel sorry for Ted Connie and and once again, bitch Dennis gets the win, changes the title. Okay. John, your thoughts about this? John says take Conti whatever. Day and the sun wants to. Uh, personal assessment here do you think Tay Conti kind of uh, really, really, do you think y'all, y'all really think she really stepped up here in this match on Saturday? John, Justin, do you think, uh, John says he thinks so. Justin, do you think uh, that he kind of Conti really stepped in this match on Saturday. Yeah, she did real good. She did. Okay. Of course, I would like to. I would like to find out who, of course, will be next in line to face Baker the belt. So, but somebody that somebody else that doesn't really deserve it right now. But that's just my personal opinion. And now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Reba and Jamie Hader will get their teeth cleaned for free, courtesy of Britt Baker. And who knows? She might paint him gold. I have no idea. I'm back. Uh, anyway, okay, thank you, J.D. Okay, we'll come back to the others in just a minute, J.D. Let me go ahead and I'll get you started with this, these last two, and then I'll go back to the other three for you, for you as well. But anyway, the next match here, uh, we'll get Johns and J.D. Johns and Justins, and we'll go to you, J.D., in 19, 15, 19 minutes, 52 seconds, of course, we saw the inner circle get by the men of the year and American top team match. Uh, Justin, your thoughts about this one, the inner circle winning the big Minneapolis street fight? I'm glad it won. Indeed. I, would, I think so. I, I definitely agree. Uh, John, your thoughts about this match? says it was a good one. Let's get your thoughts, of course, the Indianapolis street fight, the inner circle getting by men of the year in the American top team. J.D. Okay, I'm not sure. I don't know if we're having the same problem that we did yesterday or not. J.D. said that he was back, but J.D., are you back with us? We'll have to come back to him. Apparently, he's he might be having some other audio difficulties again. 
but we'll come back here to him in just a few minutes. Uh, yeah, John, I guess you're right. The Fiend did it again. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess it's because, I guess, it's, I guess it's because, uh, that, uh, he, he was taunting me his house last night and still don't know why, but I guess so. Anyway, <laughs> and actually what was considered the longest match of the night here, gentlemen, in 25 minutes and 35 seconds, we've been talking about it. There are miracles in this world, ladies and gentlemen, and one was done on Saturday as Hangman Adam Page did get by Kenny Omega to become the brand new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Justin, your thoughts here about this match? Good. Congratulations to um, what's say um, um what's Adam Page? Yeah, Adam. Oh yeah, um, Adam Page. That was good. Congratulations to him. Indeed. And uh, John says, "Excellent contest. That was great." Okay. All right, JD. Let's go ahead and get you back up here to speed here on all five matches. Do we have you back with us now? JD, are you back with us? Um. Okay, JD. We don't want to know you were in the bathroom. Okay. okay are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. I'm <clears throat> sorry. He had to empty his bowels. Ew. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Anyway, JD, the AEW World Tag Title Match: Lucha Brothers getting by FTR. Good match here, and we knew it was going to be a hard-hitting, smash-mouth, old-school type match. But of course, you didn't need the Bucks. Or excuse me, not the the Lucha Brothers losing the titles, their first uh, uh, title defense here against the team that stole the AAA titles from them in a very questionable manner just a few weeks before an FTR. Do you think, J.D., in your personal opinion, this should earn them another opportunity to get back to AAA tag belts? Definitely, I think so, yeah. And the question is, when is it going to happen? Where is it going to happen is the question. But we'll have to wait and see if it does happen or not. Indeed, Okay. Next up, the Eliminator Tournament Final. Of course, Brian Danielson earns the shot at a future AEW World title match. Of course, he defeated Miro, of course, in 20 minutes and 6 seconds. Your thoughts, J.D.? Sorry, I'm munching like crackers at the same time while I'm talking. Um, this was a surprise of the night. I mean, I thought Miro was going to be dominant as he's always been. We know Daniel Bryan has been very dominant, however since he arrived. This was a definitely a very unique uh, sleeper match of the night. This was the sleeper. Now, a lot of people thought this match wasn't going to be a great match. Some people said this was going to be a solid, decent match. Some said this was going to be a very good match. It turned out to be it was a pretty damn good match, Howard. And in the end, Howard, uh, I was wrong on this pick, and I got to say, this was a surprise to me that Daniel Bryan pulled off the upside. I thought Miro, continuing his dominance, would be the uh, overall victor, but Daniel Bryan showed that uh, he was the better wrestler on this night. Okay, alrighty. Next up here, of course, one that I think was our personal opinion was made, we were not, of course, really that pleased for the outcome. But you have to admit the challenger did fight as hard as she possibly could in this. And, of course, against all odds, of course, here as well. Uh, in 15 20 minutes, 24 seconds, and I'm sure you probably know which one I'm getting ready to mention. As then this once again for his tools and was able to retain the AEW women's world title 
with, of course, help from uh, Reba and Jamie Hayter because they got their lips off her hind end long enough to, of course, kind of do do all the dirty work so that way she can bask in the glory. So what was your thoughts about this match? Yeah, Tay Connie put up a good effort, no doubt about it. But once again, like you said, our Dr. Bitch Baker had to have her little rack fence, our, her little sleaze ball, uh, let's just say uh, gal pals uh, pull off and help her win, however. Let's just say pull off the win, however, if you will, and basically find a way to give her uh, a very tainted win, if you will. But uh, she better be watching herself because there's a lot of people coming for her right now, whether it be uh, Sheeta, Conti again, Thunder Rosa, possibly, uh, possibly uh, Ruby Soho, Statlander, it doesn't really matter. She's going to find out very soon, however, that her days are going to be numbered. And the question is, when are, is it going to be numbered? We'll just have to wait and see when it happens. Indeed, I agree. Uh, next one, of course, in 1952, the Minneapolis, the, the Minneapolis Street Fight Inner Circle gets by uh, Men of the Year and American Top Team. Yeah, and Dickhead Dan Lambert went down one, two, three, didn't he? Oh, so sorry, Dan Lambert. You and your crony tower of Scorpio Scumbag Sky and Mr. Eco piece of human shit Ethan Page tower got your balls handed to you tower and stomped on by Jericho Hager and the rest of the inner circle. So I guess next time, however, you'll have to learn how to keep your mouth quiet, however, and basically not uh, run it so much, however. Indeed, I agree. I agree. Before we talked about this last one, I, I got to get some opinions. I like to get like one from you, JD, as well as John and Justin here. What would you? What would you? What would you about? Of course, I'm sure I heard that they did something about this on Saturday about anything that AEW did to pay tribute to Eddie Guerrero. What was your thoughts about that, JD? Very classy. Very very classy. It was only fitting. Uh, and uh, it's crazy. I mean, I mentioned it on Raw Radio on Monday. How it can we can't believe it's been that long. It's been so long since we lost Eddie, almost 15, 16 years ago. How, but very classy yeah. thing that they did for AEW. How to do something like that? Uh, I think the fans remember where they were that when they heard the news that day, that day in Minneapolis when they all saw what went down, how and what happened that day. And it was unfortunate what happened. But uh, you didn't see WWE do something like that this week, did they? No, not at all. That shows you how much of an idiot and moron that Vince and the entire WWE really are. But uh, Tony Khan and AEW definitely showed uh, a lot of passion, how, and a lot of, uh, uh, let's say, caring and a lot of uh, respect and admiration for Eddie. And uh, that was very uh, commendable on their part. Well done. Certainly, and I will have, will have to admit, I read a story this past, I, actually on Saturday on Power Hour, in which Vicky Guerrero posted something on her Instagram talking about that moment, and I thought it was a very, it got me very emotional, of course, towards the end of the show Saturday, but I will admit, the, you know. Yeah, I saw, the, I saw the picture you were talking about, and it was very emotional. Yes. That was a very nice. That was a very. That was a beautiful picture. I saw that picture too. That was a very beautiful picture. And you know, I will give credit to Vicky Guerrero on this. I mean, she married was married to Eddie for so many years. They had two wonderful children together, and like I said, fully supported him all the way. Of course, wrestling and everything like that. I I remember even reading after yeah. her won the WWE title, 
And I saw him, of course, get emotional talking to Vicky or on the phone. On the, after that, I guess after that happened, and that right there was really kind of got me choked up a little bit. So <clears throat> you can only imagine, of course, so many people. I mean, not just in WWE and AEW, but everywhere. I mean, Eddie Guerrero was a was a true hero to about everybody. And so, I mean, I like you say, AEW did a classy thing. Like I guess I don't think I there was a dry eye in the place on Saturday night. I mean, a lot of people had emotions on this, though. And I thought even CM Punk actually, I think, did one of the biggest ones. I think. I think, I yeah, I think he, or like I think Trunks um, with Eddie um, with Eddie's name on it, or something like that, or something like that. I'm not really sure. Indeed, and of course, obviously, um, um, obviously, I'm sure some may have probably wanted to do the frog splash the way Eddie did it, but no one could actually, no, no disrespect to any other wrestler out there, no one could pull that off. That I mean, RVD probably came close, but Eddie Guerrero, mm -hmm. of course, like was number one right there in that respect. I mean, even I think Ray Junior. Ray Mysterio did. Ray Mysterio was okay too, but. Eddie, that couldn't be that couldn't be duplicated, my personal opinion. But that's just me. And of course, the biggest one of the whole night, JD. Of course, we saw Adam Page to get by Kenny Omega to pick up the AEW World Title. Um. Sorry. Okay, take your time. Okay, okay. <laughs> just finishing that last cracker. No, I mean, congratulations definitely goes out to the Heyman. The Cowboy finally got what he wanted all along, and it was about damn time. And yes, there was a lot of Cowboy shit raised up in Minneapolis. And not to take anything away from Kenny, Kenny fought a hell of a match. And of course, he thought he was going to pull it off power and somehow retain yet again through his boyfriends through his little crony dickhead Don Callis, through Nakazawa for Brandon Cutler. But guess what? It blew up in his face, Howard. Great match, five-star classic, one of the best matches of the year, hands down. I have had a chance to go back and watch a little bit of this. And i got to say, these two really tore down the house. And at the end, Howard, the hangman definitely left Howard with the big shiny toy, Howard, the big gold belt. And guess what, Kenny? After holding the belt for almost a year, Howard, and after basically finding a way to screw people over again, time and time again, by having your cronies bail your ass out, well, guess what? What do they always say about payback? Oh, yeah, payback can be a bitch, can it? Well, guess what? It came back to bite you tenfold on this one, Howard. Not to say anything bad about it, but guess what? You got beat at your own game. You got outfought in your own game. So, yes, we saw a new heavyweight champion. And as far as by rating on a scale 1 to 10, I'm going to give the show between an 8.5 to a 9. On that note, I'm going to get going. I will have my thoughts about NXT and AEW t tomorrow night. Sorry. I have the hiccups a little bit. And then I will also give you my thoughts also about the Survivor Series. So until then, I bid you all adieu. Okay, J.D., thank you very much. Thank you for joining us here tonight. We'll talk about you tomorrow, of course, here indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, Jared Geralmo, of course, here we thank him very much here indeed for uh, for his thoughts about Full Gear. Uh, <clears throat> and John says he's getting ready to go here as well. Uh, thank you very much there, John. Of course, getting ready for his podcast. John, is that going to be on the GSWI page or is it going to be on your wall? 
on your own page, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, head over to John John's uh, Facebook wall and check out, of course, his of course uh, um, his podcast here coming up here shortly. Of course, a whole lot of stuff will be discussed uh, <clears throat> about, of course, everything going on here, of course, with uh, NXT, AEW, and everything like that on his show tonight. Um, and John will be, of course, on on with us live on the gentleman to bring us his thoughts about and get bringing in his predictions in for of course this sunday survivor series so john thank you very much there sir and we hope to of course get a chance to uh we'll get you we'll definitely talk to you of course here coming up here probably tomorrow as well but also of course on friday uh but of course uh thank you very much here thank you very much here of course for bringing for being on with us here tonight that. I know you. I know John. Your people need you. So yes, thank you very much. We'll talk again, of course, some here later on. Thank you very much. Here, indeed. <clears throat> uh, of course, so ladies and gentlemen, of course, that is the. Uh, we do thank the uh, Iceman Jared Girolamo and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross both for joining us here tonight on episode one one thousand sixty nine. Of course, here of Revolution. Uh, Justin, before we get a chance to, uh, of course, we were going to get you, get you, of course, to bring us your your uh, report here, of course, concerning our uh, recording. I'll talk in a minute. Excuse me. Um, everything going on here involving, of course, wrestling and pop culture history. But before we do that, of course, as I did promise, I did say we we would, of course, hopefully get some thoughts and opinions in, of course, on some other classic matches. And moments of Survivor Series. You have to excuse me for just one second. I'm having a little difficulty with my with, with one of my hands. Excuse me. I had a did some. I thought I jammed my finger or something. I'm not sure what I did, but so I'm sorry about that. But I, uh, um, but Justin, I'd like to get your take on a couple of matches here, and that's all we'll do tonight. Of course. Um, a 42 survival series because of, uh, like I said, everybody else has already left us. Um, um, uh, sorry about that. My finger obviously is still kind of bothering me a little bit. Sorry about that, here, folks. Now, I was going to reach for something, all of a sudden, I thought, I thought my finger snapped. I don't know what happened. Let's hope it's let's hope it's okay. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, well, actually, there's well, Justin. Since it's just you, there's one match I would like to bring bring up here. And actually, believe it or not, that I believe. Let's see. Um. Actually, we did did this post here today, and Justin, that mat that match in question is from Survivor Series 2010. It is the WWE title match hitting Randy Orton defending against Wade Barrett and John Cena serving as the special guest referee for this. What was your thoughts about this match? That was okay. Okay. I think John was a. I think John Cena was part of 
part of the uh, of the Nexus at the time. And I think that there was a stipulation in this match that if uh, uh, the, obviously, of course, Randy Orton and Wade Barrett had something over John Cena's head, that if that if John Cena did did do this to favor Wade Barrett, then Orton was going to come after him. But if Wade Barrett did not. Then he would. Then John Cena would officially be fired from the company. So I think that's how that happened. And I think that's what eventually did happen for just a short period of time. But I think that's what. So, okay. But ladies and gentlemen, as we promised in some fashion, we will definitely, we definitely, of course, try to throw out a lot of classic Survivor Series matches. Uh, so, all right, now. Uh, Justin, as we always do, ladies and gentlemen, every single every single night here, of course, here, the uh, soul man Justin Lewis Fleming does, of course, bring us the second take of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. You can always catch his daily reports, of course, like I said, that's every day. Uh, the wrestling portion on WCW US Fan Empire, and also the pop culture portion on WCW US Entertainment Cavalry. With that gentlemen, let's see what Justin has in store. What has in store in terms of wrestling and pop culture history for today, November the seventeenth. Justin, please go on right ahead. Okay. Um, today's a happy 29th birthday to Kenya Aka, the Japanese wrestler currently working for Pro Wrestling Noah. Today's a happy 31st birthday to Alejandro Valdez. Es- Minoza, um, Red Omar's running Platinum from Mexico. Today's a happy 34th birthday to Jack Bonza, Australian pro wrestler. Today's a happy 39th birthday to Clay Towser. Today's a happy 40th birthday to Aya Buenatabi, Japanese female pro wrestler. Today's a happy 41st, 41st birthday to Mercedes Martinez. No, John mentioned him. Yeah, that was the only one she that was the only one he mentioned. And today's a happy um 42nd birthday to the Japanese wrestler Kasuri Kasuyori Shibata. Today's a happy 40 44th birthday. Today's a happy 40 wait, hold on, 40. 41st. 41st birthday, wait, come on. Today's a happy happy 44th birthday to Robin Lickamy from um, Belgium, Belgium, Belgium wrestler. Today's a happy 40, 45th birthday of Mitsunobu Kiyuzawa. Today's a happy 45th birthday to Mitsunobu Kiyuzawa, Japanese wrestler. And today's a happy 42nd birthday to NXT Japanese female wrestler Miku Satomura. No John mentioned him. No, well, if you're talking about wrestling birthdays, like I said, the only one he mentioned was, I think, 
face that wrestler Mercedes Martinez. That was the only one he mentioned. That was from what I've seen. Now, is Miko Satomura the same one that's currently holding the NXT UK women's title? Yeah, that, that's her. That's her. Okay. That's why I was just, I was just kind of curious. I didn't know. Okay. Thank you. They're just go ahead. I'm sorry. Today is a happy 46th birthday to um, Dave Kapoor, better known as renamed Rajan Singh um, from WWE. He was a um, storyline brother of the great Kali. Oh, okay. Today's a happy 62nd. Today's a happy 62nd birthday to. Today's a happy 64th birthday, Edward David Giovanni, better known as renamed Moondog Moretti. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm, sorry. Today's a happy would have been a happy sixth birthday to Nightmare Ted Allen. Today's a happy eight. Today would have been a happy eighty sixth birthday to. To uh, Eugene Kenneth Eugene Weaver, better known as renamed Johnny Weaver. Today's a happy 44th birthday to American wrestler Bradley Thomas J. Better known as renamed renamed Jay Bradley, Aiden and O'Shea, and WWE as Ryan Braddock. Mm -hmm. And here's some wrestling history today. Today's a happy, um, all right, 50 years ago today in, in from Georgia Championship Wrestling, Berto Settle and Billy Spears um, against Oki Sheena versus Roberto Roberto Settle and Billy Spears, Oki Sheena versus Alex Medina, Jerry versus Jerry Oates versus Flash Monroe by Countout. Southeastern Tag Team Time Match to the Assassins. Bullet Bob Armstrong and Egg Mongol for the title. Columbus Heavyweight title. Bill Jomo versus Big John for, by Countout for the title. 30 years ago today on WWF Wrestling Challenge, Big Bully Busek with Harvey Whipham defeated Mike Samples. And Chad, this was one of Busek's last TV appearances. But the focus on commentary was everything else in promotion. Gene Oakland welcomes Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth to the interview platform. Savage says he is running for reinstatement 
wants to make one thing clear. He is not a Democrat or a Republican, but rather rather very, very independent. And wants to thank all the fans in the arena around the world for their grassroots supports that he is wickeding President Jack Tunney's stance and is confident he will be reinstated for Survivor Series where he lead his team to victory. Oakland then asked Elizabeth for her thoughts as she said, while her husband has not always been right, he's behind 100% and pleased for Tony to make it happen because he is the only one who can add, then adds the president serves the people. They were playing up the election season stuff here, but it came off as corny more than anything else, Chad. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 30 years ago today, on WWF All-American Wrestling, hosted by Mean Gene Oakland and the Macho Man Randy Savage, God rest their souls. The program showed, a w- showed Ted DiBiase, IRS versus the Bushwhackers, and WWE, WWE Update with Ric Flair and Jimmy Anvil Nyhart, Jenner versus Eric Freedom, Sergeant Slaughter Virginette, Survivor Series Report, President Jack Tunney on Jack Tunney's statement on Macho Man Randy Savage, WWE Tag Team Championships, Legion of Doom versus the Nasty Boys, Funeral Power with guest WWE Champ Hulk Hogan, British Bulldog versus Mike Samples. 30 years ago today, Sonny Steve Austin defeated Tracy Smothers to retain. We know Sonny Steve Austin, we know is Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Lady, the lady Boston defeated Tracy Smothers, God rest his soul, to retain the WCW World TV Championship on WCW Main Event on TBS. 20 years ago today, WWF slash WDXS, Jim Ross is a guest. 20 years ago today, Raven defeated Funaki on WWF slash WWE Jack Metal. 10 years ago today, Mickey James defeated Angelina in Love and Brooke on Testmarker on Impact Wrestling. And Epico and Primo defeated Usos on WWE Superstars. <clears throat> 40 years ago today American primetime history CBS aired a made for TV film called Skokie and a Mike Delug special and see Thirty years ago today, in American primetime TV history, Fox aired a Michael Jackson Danger special. ABC aired a made-for-TV movie called The Woman Who Sinned, and CBS aired a miniseries called In a Child's Name. And that's it. Okay. Of course, that special, ladies and gentlemen, uh, playing the part of the child was Jerry D. Girolamo. <clears throat> we don't know why, but that's all we know. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. All right, thank you very much, there, Justin. You, uh, <laughs> all kidding aside, folks, uh, just, you can always check out Justin's daily wrestling and pop culture history updates. Uh, the wrestling portion on WCWUS Fan Empire, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS Appreciation, and the pop culture version on WCWUS Entertainment Cavalcade, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Entertainment. Now, Justin does post on several, a couple other groups there as well. So, like I said, if you're not part of WCWUS, of course, you're always welcome to join any of our groups. 
but of course you can always check out wherever of course justin posts his podcast <clears throat> and who knows he might actually of course give you that close pin to send you to the group called the gaseous affair so who knows what he might <laughs> no i'm just kidding okay on that note here thank you very much here for joining us here tonight of course of revolution <coughs> Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw hereby thanks as always the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming of course as well as the Ice Man Jared DiGirolamo and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross. We did of course cover in some detail of course uh, last night's edition of NXT. We covered covered a couple of moments of course from tonight's AEW Dynamite. We did of course also um, we John and of course also we did also talk about. Uh, we did finish our thoughts about full gear. Even JD got his in. Also, of course, did updates on the AWS World Tag Title match. Of course, as we said, that those votes are still currently tied currently right now. As you know, the Human Suplex Machine and John Gross and the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming are currently defending against the Iceman Jared Girolamo and the Kid Closement Patel. Of course, also keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, the other matches, of course, are going back and forth. As we said, the AWS full gear championship, Jody Valentine against Michelle, Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Ace of Spades, Jordan Stuckless. Michelle, I believe, is currently leading that voting. The WWF US Wrestling Classic Championship, the Iceman, Jared Girolamo, is taking on the King Clubs, Mint Patel. And the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming. I, I think JD is currently is currently leading in that uh, voting. The the new the NJPW US Power Struggle Championship. Antonio has taken on Danny from Oak Park and William Banks. I believe Antonio Gutierrez is currently leading that voting. WWS Generation Championship. Uh, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross. Uh, as well as Sandy Hardy and the King Clubs Mint Patel. I do believe John is, of course, leading that voting. And the WCW US Red Arrow Championship, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler taking on Justin Carter. And I think Justin Carter is currently the vote, voting for that there as well. We will, of course, continue to, of course, there's still plenty of time to vote on, vote on those matches, as well as, of course, the Survivor Series Prediction Title Challenge. On all that, of course, on the WWUS Pay-Per-View Prediction Center second phase page, of course, at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS PTC second phase. Be sure to Facebook, be sure to check other groups, of course, here as well, including location of animation, game show alley, the WCWS movie channel, of course, where we currently have movies posted on there, uh, let me see, including, uh, uh, let me see, of course, uh, uh, Jingle All the Way. Also, of course, I believe UHF, Weird Al Yankovic is still, I think, available. Hang Him High with Clint Eastwood, I think, is also available. Uh, let me see. And there's a bunch of others, of course, there, folks. Uh, we, of course, continue to post different movies on there, of course, every day. So be sure to check out, of course, what we, of course, put on there. If you wish to, of course, look, look at any of those classic moments. <clears throat> also, of course, WWUS Sports Roundup, as well as, of course, our tribute groups to Don Rickles, John Johnny Carson, as well as, of course, Whose Lines It Anyway, as well as, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, 
uh, Power Rangers as Knight Rider, as well as, of course, NASCAR US High Octane History, Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past. Uh, Justin has those clothespins ready to go. Of course, he may be selling them for a dollar a piece. I don't know. Uh, but, of course, you can check out the group called A Gaseous Affair. Uh, <clears throat> also, of course, women of WCWUS, we've got some great ladies' matches on there, posted on there, as well as our tribute groups, of course, AWUS, NUS, NWAUS, ROHUS, uh, DXUS, NWOUS, WCCWUS, and WWFUS, and so many more. Check all those groups out today. Also, of course, folks, be sure to check out the video vault where we got a lot of great videos, promos, matchups, and all that. A lot of stuff you may not remember, stuff you may remember, haven't seen in a long time. Of course, we've got a lot of matches pertaining to Survivor Series posted on there. And a lot of us, certain different uh, documentaries. Also, of course, some stuff from the WWE's Most Wanted Treasures. I think we had just posted one on there today in which they went out to try to look for the legendary collar, one by, that used to be worn by the late junkyard dog and it's a very interesting story here as well so be sure to definitely of course uh check check that out of course there on the video vault there of course as well <clears throat> and also we're going to check out all of course uh check out all of our past episodes of our shows of the radio network of course right here on talk show over three thousand episodes of course to check out of course including right here of revolution also wolfpack raw radio outside the ropes uh revisited debate power hour and so many more be sure to check out all those episodes here of course here today of course lots that we have talked about over the past six years we've laughed about a lot of things we've cried about a lot of things and a lot of other things did take place but definitely of course chime chime in and bring us your thoughts and opinions on of course yeah, all these older episodes and you'll definitely you'll definitely enjoy it. just come to talkshoe.com and check that out Revolution episode 1069 is a broadcast of the WCW US radio network right here, of course, on talkshoot.com, where we are, of course, six years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your restriction. We, of course, ask you, ladies and gentlemen, to continue to please stay safe out there. Uh, of course, even though we're, even though, of course, there have been a lot of, a lot of reports saying that the pandemic is kind of slowing down a little bit. We urge everybody to, of course, try to take it easy, still, and all that. You no, know, look after your, look after yourself, look at, and look after, of course, your family. Uh, of course, just be careful about, uh, be careful about all those around you and everything of that nature. Take precaution that you still feel that might be necessary here as well. <clears throat> of course, don't let the government tell you about what to do and everything like that. But just do, just do what you feel, of course, is necessary. So, but, but please definitely stay safe out there, folks, especially, of course, with the holidays, of course, roaming around everywhere. Uh, you know, we got Thanksgiving coming up next week. we got Christmas coming up next month. So, like I said, I know a lot of people want to spend some time with their families. So, definitely continue, of course, stay be as careful as possible. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to continue to urge you to check out Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, of course, here on, on Facebook facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash bulldog dvd sales variety we still have a lot of great titles of course here on uh like i said dvds of course in the little window envelopes as we said 
are worth 25 cents. And keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that these are the actual discs. They are not by any stretch of, they're not by, of course, any, any stretch of the, of the imagination here, folks. <clears throat> these are, of course, um, These are, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the actual the IDs that we. Uh, I was going to try to show you, of course, here through our video feed here on Facebook. I mean, on TalkShoot, but I can't get pull that. Wait a minute, I think I might have it now. Hold on a second here. Uh, just in case, if you of course see me, I don't know if Justin can see me or not, but. But just to reiterate, of course, what I did say here, of course, the proof is in the pudding here, folks. So, of course, like I said, this is an actual DVD. This is not a copy of any sort at all whatsoever. DVDs in envelopes just like this are worth 25 cents. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I also wanted to point out that DVDs, of course, in the little uh, cases just like this right here, are worth 50 cents a piece and we have uh, we have several selections of course there are several lists on the page where you can check that out <clears throat> we do have of course dvds we do have of course dvds of course in the in the regular cases of course just like this right here and <clears throat> and these are worth of course one dollar a pop so you definitely, of course, check all those out here. DVDs and Blu-rays, of course, are worth one dollar a piece, regardless of how many discs are in each set. And also, of course, here later, we do have, of course, also for you, for those who have a, uh, <clears throat> for those of you who have, of course, a uh, HD DVD player or a way to play HD DVDs. We do have, of course, HD DVD titles, of course, on there for two dollars a pop. So you can definitely check out some of some of the titles we have on there, of course, as well. I will let you know, ladies and gentlemen, all DVDs have been checked out, of course, personally by me. They are in, of course, good shape. Now we have lists on there dating back to, of course, when the page started two years ago. If you happen to notice any that you wish to, of course, uh, that if you happen, to, if you don't see one that you might be wanting, is there, if there's one you're looking for, or whatever. Please let me know, and I'll definitely, of course, endeavor to look for it, and then we could talk, of course, make a little bit of a, we can make a little bit, of course, of a deal, of course, on that. But, uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that Bulldog DVD sells in Morocco, but we, can, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to check out what we've got, of course, on there here today. <clears throat> and like I said, uh, who knows you might find you might find that diamond in the rough as they always used to say so check out what we've got listed on there here today and just let me know of course what you think um and of course ladies and gentlemen keep in mind join us for a wrestling debate tomorrow night at 7 30 926 pound and also of course on wcw us revolution i mean nwo wolfpack excuse me episode 330 138 521 pound tomorrow night of course at nine o'clock of course, when we start getting our predictions in, of course, for Survivor Series, and of course, talk about what happened last night on AEW, tonight on AEW Dynamite, and of course, so much more. 
Be sure to, of course, listen in, of course, tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack episode 330. One to pound. Take care and God bless here, folks. And remember, since, since of course, 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and, of course, everything in between. And give us a moment here, folks, and see if we hopefully we'll be able to get this get this up and going here. Yes. <coughs> Of course, take care and God bless here, folks. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Karen, God bless, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Uh, and stay safe out there. Justin, have a night. Watch you here, of course, tomorrow. Take care, bud. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.